Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hi, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving almost. This is Thanksgiving Eve, and I am glad you're listening today because I have a two part Thanksgiving message starting today. So I'm glad that you're listening, and I hope and pray your Thanksgiving is marvelous this year. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for these listeners. Lord, I'm very thankful for the listeners that listen to Christian Radio and to listen to this station and those that listen uh, to this program. Thank you, Lord, for their lives. I pray you'd bless them, that you would lead them, and you would touch them in a powerful way. Lord, bless you. Uh, Lord, bless these people as we serve you. In Jesus' name, amen. I was so thrilled the other day. I got a wonderful text from my my friend, former Representative Gail Batt, who was listening to my show, and it was such a neat uh, time that knowing that she's still listening and supporting what's going on here. I just uh, I miss seeing her at the state house, but I love hearing from her. And then then my friend Joe Ingrao, I ran into at Chick Fil A and said the same day he said he listened to the show that day and his life was touched and that was exciting. So I, I love hearing from people that uh, that are listening and I pray that God uses this program to touch lives because if it's not touching lives, then certainly I need to be doing something else that can help touch lives because I want to see people grow in their faith and be strong in the Lord. Well, folks, we have a lot to be thankful for in the United States of America. We have much more freedom than people across the world. Our poor are rich compared to so many countries. I found that out years ago when I visited Mexico and visited a church and visited the whole neighborhood had dirt floors in their house and trash was in the in, in front of their house. It was an amazing thing. I thought, wow, this I, we don't even know what we have here. A few years back, there was facts out about people in other countries, and it's astonishing how people can even make it. You know, the average person in the Philippines a few years back was making $1,040 a year or $95 a month. How would you like to live on $95 a month? Most of you listening probably spend $95 a month on lattes, you know, and look who's talking. <laughs> Mr. Dutch Bro himself, you know, my daughter worked for Dutch Brothers four years, and I have had my certainly my share of, uh, of lattes. But when you think about a country where the people only make that kind of money, they survive, and how they survive, it's amazing. We are very fortunate, blessed people in the United States of America. A few years ago, there was a pastor who moved from Mexico to Los Angeles, and he said in Mexico he was making just under $1 a day. Can you imagine? In our church, we have a program called Child of Promise. We have some 40 people and groups in our church that sponsor a child. My child is named Nanona. We've sponsored for her for years and years, and, and we pay $32 a month. that covers their food, clothing, and schooling, and it helps the entire family. And a few years ago, we had a mission trip that went to Tanzania, and I was told a story about how one of our church members met their child that they support and their family and and how that money went so far. But can you imagine when you have countries that are so so poor that we can do uh, just a little and it helps change our lives? You know, um, in fact, we're talking about taking a mission trip to Sri Lanka next, uh, oh, I think September, October, and that's right, an island right out of India to try to help them. You know, I say this to say this. We are fortunate people, and God has blessed us, and we re need really to reflect on what Thanksgiving is. So what does Thanksgiving look like today? 
Oh, most of us spend time with our family or friends. We fill ourselves with turkey, ham, sweet potatoes, salads, and pies, and everything else. We waddle through the house and have the normal NFL football games on, and then we play games around the table that night. Oh, it's a great time. I love Thanksgiving, and I I think you do too. I remember growing up in my household, we had Thanksgiving. My parents would always invite people that uh, didn't have Thanksgiving or were less fortunate, and we had some people that were interesting characters there that that God worked through our family because we ministered to them. And it was my mom and dad. It wasn't me. It was my mom and dad that said, no, we're going to help this person. They have nobody. And folks, I think we need to be sensitive. Those around us that need something. I've been fortunate to have a couple people in church that have donated meals for those that have needed uh, Thanksgiving, and I'm so thankful for that. But we need to be a thankful people. Many of you experience your thanks by continuing to give to the needy. Way to go. Every year at our church, like many, many other churches, we have the angel tree that goes out to people that uh, that are don't have anything for Thanksgiving. They have to fill out forms, and, and we find out what the need is, so it's not just anybody, just not hand out, not enabling people, but trying to bless people that need a little help. It's awesome. It's an awesome thing. And I thank, thank you and your churches and all you that do something to make a difference in people's lives. But experiencing Thanksgiving is such a vital part of who you are. We are about praising our Lord and our God and lifting up his name. I believe we need to experience constant times of praise and thanks to our Lord. That is one reason people attend churches, to come and rejoice and to praise the Lord and lift up his name. Listen to this, folks. It should never be about a show or a performance, but true worship, where each one of us is lifting up the name of Jesus. That's what it's about. I don't want people to see me. I don't want somebody people to see our singers. I want people to see Jesus. Are we drawing people to Jesus? We need to rejoice always. In fact, 1 Thessalonians 5.16 says it very clear. Rejoice always. The Apostle Paul was encouraging the Thessalonians to rejoice always. The Greek word for rejoice means to lift in delight or joy. To lift in delight or joy. There was an old song written by William Carlson in 1939, and actually, I believe it was known as a hymn. And it goes like this. If you want joy, real joy, wonderful joy, let Jesus come into your heart. Your sins he'll wash away, your night he'll turn to day, your life he'll make over anew. If you want joy, real joy, wonderful joy, let Jesus come into your heart. Yes, folks, real joy, real thanksgiving, enjoying life to the fullest, allowing the Spirit of God to move in your light every single day, not just on Sundays. And folks, if you do that, I'm telling you what, you will see the power of God unfold in your life in such a powerful and mighty way, mighty way, and you'll wonder. and You'll see the wonders of the glory of God. I believe that. You know, um, real joy happens when we experience life to the fullest. 
And I read a part of Abe Lincoln's Thanksgiving, Abraham Lincoln's Thanksgiving address in 1863, and I want to share a part of that to you. Listen to President Abraham Lincoln. No human counsel hath devised nor hath any mortal hand worked out these great things. They are the gracious gifts of the Most High God, who while dealing with us in anger for our sins hath nevertheless remembered mercy. It has seemed to me fit and proper that they should be solemnly, reverently, and gratefully acknowledged as with one heart and one voice by the whole American people. I do therefore invite my fellow citizens in every part of the United States and also those who are at sea and those who are sojourning in foreign lands to set apart and observe the last Thursday of November as a day of thanksgiving and praise to our beneficent Father who dwelleth in the heavens. And I recommend to them that while offering up the ascriptions justly due to him for such singular deliverances and blessings, they do also with humble penitence for our national orphans, mourners, sufferers, or sufferers in the uh, layman table, civil strife in which we are unavoidably engaged, and fervently implore the interposition of the Almighty Hand to deal with the wounds of the nation and to restore it as soon as may be consistent with divine purposes to the full enjoyment of peace, harmony, tranquility, and union. Now, I struggle through reading some of those words, but I think you get the idea. He wanted to lay out a day, a day aside to give thanksgiving and praise to our Heavenly Father who watches over us. That's why we have thanksgiving. It's an important part of who we are. He said this is a day to set apart to praise our Heavenly Father for His bountiful blessings that we remember what He's provided for us and to remember the less fortunate as we call on God to heal our nation. And the nation was in strife because of, you know, slavery during that time. And God worked and used Abraham Lincoln as that was abolished, thank the Lord. Sometimes, like Christians, we get lost in pageantry of the day. Uh, I just, uh, when I say like Christians, I meant like Christmas. Sometimes, like Christmas, we get lost in the pageantry of the day. I hope and pray this Thanksgiving will take a new serious meaning for us, to be thankful. I hope at every dinner table someone will take time to call on the name of the Lord and thank him for all he's done in our lives and all he's doing. But we also need to pray continually. First Thessalonians 5.17 says pray continually. Paul wanted the Thessalonians to call upon God often, to seek his will and his direction on their lives, and more than anything else, to recognize that he is the king of kings and wants our praise and worship and thanks. Then one more segment of this passage says, give thanks in all circumstances. First Thessalonians 5.18, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. This is God's will to give thanks, but in all circumstances. That is what God's word says. But but I'm, I'm really going through some tough times, you know. Well, you're not alone. Many of us have gone through tough times, and many more, and many more have gone through tougher times. But many people are hiding. They're running. And you know what? It's time to stop running from God and start running to God and thanking him. Many people are living in cardboard boxes. 
you know, be thankful that God has given you a home. But love and pray for those and help all those you can. Well, hey, I'll continue tomorrow. Lord bless you. Have a great day. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.